Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hold on. We're about to Oops. start the music. Yes, we're on now. We're about to start the music. radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one or currently in one. We also talk about the real issues that are going on between the sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Right and keep ending up with a loser? Are you trying to find out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship that you want to be in and maintain it. I will introduce the cast. We have Ashley, Shell, Don Juan, I'm your announcer, Lisa, and the host is Evan Brooks. We have a special guest today. Her name is Alexis K. Tyler. Our topic of today is sex and the tactics to use to keep a relationship going. Author Alexis K. Tyler is sitting in with us to talk about this powerful subject, her books, and new projects she's working on. Alexis K. Tyler is the host of the TV show down in Atlanta, Georgia, called Vagina Power. The show can be found on Atlanta Public Access TV at 9 p.m. on Wednesdays. She's the author of Spiritual Sexuality, Vagina Power, Penis Power, and Sperm Power. Before we bring her on, let's play one of her clips that deals with our topic today. with the wrong men or caught up in a man's penis power because it's good. I mean, if a man has been around and, and he's a hoe, especially like the ones I'm talking about that hopping from here, here, and there, they have a lot of practice and they know a woman's body, they know the power of their penis, and they know how to soothe her body and to soothe her vagina. So it's really easy to be caught up with that dog kind of man, like that one girl asked me why. She thought it was wrong her because she likes the flashy guys with the jewelry. I said, there's nothing wrong with that in a flashy man. You just have to know what type of spirit and energy he's carrying. Because there are some good men, although they still like the flash, they're not whores. They don't give their penis to everybody. You have to be able to recognize them because the man that is living to ejaculate, he's in a predator mode. 
And when a man is in a predator mode, he's going to look for the weaknesses of a woman, a woman that, that's lonely. Her is laying in bed at night playing with her toys. Or she's got a man beside her, he's a good provider, but he's not hitting the walls and working the middle like that dog that she having that well, sex with. What drives a woman to play? Because, like I said, she needs the vagina penetration. A lot of women are hooked on having clitoral stimulation. You have an outer orgasm with your clitoris, but also you have inner orgasms inside the intra-vagina, inside the vagina walls, hidden G-spots. And every woman's G-spot may be similar, or some women may have more than one G-spot. So some women are actually hooked on coming. I mean, it's women that can be at work at their desk. They got the jackrabbit on. It's a, well, it's a party you can buy. Hooking up to your clitoris all throughout the day. And you can be having orgasms. That one of them I know they call I, I, I knew some girls. That was their favorite partner. That was their favorite best buddy to keep in the pocketbook. But see, I go back to when I was a girl being raised in the country. Jackrabbit jumped from Yeah, we ain't talking about the rabbit jack, out. Jack. They got no, I ain't talking about no real rabbit. Jump. But a rabbit in nature from here, there, it's constantly moving. Yes, and they say that they have taken that same concept of the rabbit jumping from here to there, and oh. the, the, the design of it, it jump all up on the clitoris, just jump out of control and make the woman have an incredible orgasm. That's yeah, what they call it. That's the, that's the mechanical jackrabbit for the clit. Some men, they have so much heat and intensity in their penis that you can feel it radiating through their clothes just to touch the penis, it's on fire. It feel like it's fire underneath the skin. So a lot of women start cr going crazy. They actually think because all penises are not created equal and they don't hold the same level of intensity. So if it's one hot like that, he has the energy, he knows how to work his hip, work his buttocks, and really twist her and bend her like she's a pretzel and give her the gratification she needs, she should be hooked and think that that's love or a deeper root level. She's become, going to become sexually, mentally, and emotionally attached, although he ain't no good. And this other man she will provide for her, take care of children that ain't even his, that woman will still sneak and get that penis power from him. But what she doesn't realize is we have to deal with our attachments and separate the love, the orgasm, and the penis. They are separate issues. Because if we're at a lower level of it and we hooked on the penis power and this man won't even buy you uh, some shrimp from Long John Silver's and what that take, what, two ninety nine? Well, he can give you a, uh, a mouth full of sperm and a rectum full of sperm and, and he want to give you a light bread. It's like we have to see what our issue is because a man like that doesn't respect a woman. Yeah, he'll hit her, but if a man is having sex with you and he had the opportunity to be with you or he's an ex, so that means he had you before the other man that's preventing for you could get to you. And all he's offering you is a side of penis when he can sneak in and out your man bed and out your man house. That man ain't got no respect for you and he knows you don't have none for yourself, but because you're so hooked on him and you're hooked on the penis, you will sacrifice and sell yourself out to let him come in the back door or let him come at lunch or come in the dark when your re real man that don't have the same penis power is counting all the expenses. So a woman thinks she's getting over and thinks, oh, that's the best sex. But she really planned herself. And he planned her. Because it ain't about her. It's about his ego and about his penis and his testicles and how many notches he can get up on his belt to brag about. 
Remember, that's why it's why I was saying the other show. Don't let every man hit the bottom of your vagina, the root of your vagina. They don't know about the bottom. They don't know about the bottom. Yeah, that bottom. When it, but see, every man may not know because he might not have a penis to really know how to hit that bottom or how to or how to lift to hit that bottom and work that middle with a woman. She spread her legs wide and she started screaming and saying, yeah, daddy, that's it. Or she might start cursing or screaming out all types of profanities because he done hit the bottom. And now her mind, she insane. Her mind ain't good because the penis done ejaculated all in her brain. She's gone crazy. So you don't let every man hit your bottom and your body remembers it. Just like a man will put a woman over doggy style or maybe get a mirror or something. Then they start hitting that woman from the back or on her back. They hit Then they start talking. They start saying all kind of stuff to her while they're hitting her. And see, that woman is being seduced. She being seduced. He's breaking her down, man. He, he is screwing her into submission. He's screwing her into slavery by using the penis as a weapon to break her ass down. And, and her defenses, I mean, she wide open with a penis all up in your vagina. Man, you don't have no defenses unless you just really... Of thinking, and this is not about love experience, this is about a, uh, a money experience, or she's a prostitute, then she's working it just for her benefit. But when a woman's really liking this man and she's feeling him and what he's doing, especially if she's sneaking around with him and he has nothing to give her and her man is treating her better than he is, he has already gotten her defenses down, but she's very weak. And that's the worst thing that can happen is a man to get you in while he's thrusting the penis in and out. Who, who, who is it? Whose vagina is it? Who it belong to? That, 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 what, what, what I said, who, who? And then the woman started calling out the man's name, screaming the man's name. Then she let him know she coming. When she coming, she hollering. She calling for him. Man, this stuff is programmed all up in this woman's vagina, rectum, uterus, all up in this mind right here. And that will actually bind her, actually reduce her to a calm freak. So if she can't get to him, she'll slip him in and wear the jackrabbits and all the different size penises and dildos come in because she is trying to, she's remembering and trying to recapture that experience. And just like the you don't want to let everybody hit that bottle, you don't want to let everybody spank you and talk to you all kind of ways because women, they, especially when that man pull it back, won't give you the penis no more. Women will be all in the bed at night trying to sleep, tossing, turning, they dreaming about it. Lord have mercy, they wake up out of their sleep because they dreamt the man done did this to somebody else. And the thought of that, you know, is devastating. That woman's heart get to beat fast, blood pressure go up, she can't hardly catch her breath. Just to think about that man done ration that out and laid that out for somebody else and bit them up and talk to them too. And fake them. Having the PhDs and master's degrees to put on my wall in academia, but I have a master's degree in being played by men, used by men, told everything I want to hear, get me in positions, and, and I am, to be honest with you, I'm just going to be real about it. I'm very upset by being made a fool out of and being, we're about to close now. But is there something, because I didn't, I didn't let you talk very much. Well, you, I, I you let me talk. I was, well, yeah. Say what you want. For the closing, go ahead and say what you want to say. All right, that was the clip of it right there. Let me put everyone back online here. Have put everyone on mute to get the final part. See, and Alexis is with us. Hey, Alexis. Hi. 
Hey, what's going on with you? <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me and playing my clip. Yes, we had to play that clip. And uh, I know some people are saying well, it wasn't loud enough, but don't worry, it, it's, it's going to pop back up. So when you go back and listen to it, I mean, it, I can hear it perfectly on my end. But, I mean, everyone's song is different. Yeah. Before, before we start, I just want to, you know, thank you for coming on to the show. And, you know, it's, it's a great honor to have you on the show because you, you speak the truth, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the truth. And I want you, you know, you know, I want you to enjoy yourself, be real, just keep it real with the audience, you know. <laughs> okay. So that's how I like it. I like it. That's how I like it. You know what I'm saying? Thank so, you. <laughs> before we even do that, I want to let the callers know that in the, in the, in 30 minutes, basically, we're going to go ahead and go with these questions that we already have listed by viewers and by some of the people that work with us. And I would like y'all to hold off on your uh, your calls if you're calling in to ask her a question right now. Wait till we get done. It shouldn't be, but around, uh, I say, you know, 645. No, I take that back, about 635, because we really want to get these questions in. They're already lined up, ready to go. And... If you want to contact us and slide in the question, Lisa's going to be working through IM Machine. Uh, if you got Yahoo, go to Yahoo IM, type in NB underscore truth, and you'll be able to contact her and slip her a question. And again, the number is to the show is 646-716-7911. So hold off if you're trying to call to ask a question because we're trying to get these questions through. And I would like to go ahead and begin with the questions with Lisa asking the first few questions. Okay. Hi, Alexis. How did you start Vagina Power? Well, basically, I always say Vagina Power came from vagina pain. So it was the way I grew up down here in Atlanta, Georgia, and saw a lot of drama and dysfunction in the black community, especially with black women and, and society as a whole, sexism, racism, classism. All of these things in my experiences uh, led me to see how the vagina is tied into our basic, our state of existence and the denial of the existence of the vagina being divine. So can you tell the viewers um, a little bit about your life and your upbringing? Yes, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I was raised in a very religious uh, family, grew up first part of my life in the ghetto with my grandmother, and she was very religious. My mother came back when I was a teenager, became an ordained minister. So there was a lot of repression and lies and hypocrisy that I saw in the church, a lot of preachers that were undercover alcoholics, drug addicts, homosexuals, bisexuals, a lot of lesbianism. There are a lot of spiritual people, and I don't know what the connection is, but many people that are spiritual in the church or that are choir directors or singers end up also to be homosexual or bisexual, and we all gravitate, especially in the black community, to the church. But we were told you don't talk about these things, it's family business, you don't discuss it. A lot of women being abused and beaten in the church, a lot of children being abused and beaten in the church, and defects wasn't called, no police was called. We were taught to keep these things secret, keep these things silent. So black women especially, and I found out this is not just for us. It's all women of color worldwide, no matter what culture you're in, usually the black woman or the woman is suppressed, and she is second, and she's denied her right as far as economy and with the government, but as well as at home. So especially being here, I saw a lot of that oppression, along with oppression in the society that we live in, 
And I decided after trying to follow that role, what we were told as black women, the way we're supposed to be as mothers, the way we're supposed to be as lovers, the way we're supposed to be as wives, I thought it was all bullshit. So I decided to really have an open, honest show that people told me not to have. People told me, you, this, you don't say this in public because we are so oppressed and we've been played and we're playing ourselves and we need to stop it. Do you have any regrets, like, in your past that you wish you could change? Sure. Think no, Not knowing what I know now. Not being raised as a little girl to realize who we are and that our vagina is powerful and that it is valuable and men and women lie, cheat, and steal to hit it, but then tell you that you ain't shit. So mm-hmm. if it's because of not knowing those things and being groomed in that manner instead of being groomed with a slave mentality that has caused me to go through a lot of the drama and the unnecessary pain that has brought me to the point now in my 30s, talking about this and liberating myself in my 30s, we're born liberated. And it's just unfortunate. I regret that I wasn't told these things by my mother. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I've seen your show and... I'm watching it. Is that your real mother on the show? Yes. Okay. Um, but have you noticed, you know, most about females in their 20s now that, um, like, compare females now from the females in your generation, like how they were in their 20s as far as sex, class, intelligence? I don't really see a difference. The only thing that is different now is that we see and hear more of it in the media. It was suppressed then, like I said, from seeing it in the church. All this really tricky, treacherous shit that go on in the church from preachers, deacons, bishops, mothers in the church, you know, and that's another thing that I just did a show on last week. I haven't released yet. These old-ass women hopping around here on these fucking crutches and shit with, with these damn support Stockings and shit on these damn, the pee and pamples they wear on their damn drawers. You know, a lot of these old-ass women are the reason why we see these little girls being nothing but damn whores because of the suppression of the, the, the knowledge, the denial of the value of vagina power and the spiritual significance of it. And then a lot of them was whores they damn self when they were younger, and these little girls are emulating this shit or they saw that their daddies things that were really inappropriate by these church women and these mothers. Now they, they done got old. They, it ain't that they ain't hoes no more because they old. It's that they can't hold no more because don't nobody want to fuck them and don't nobody want to buy no pussy from them no more. So now they want to put uh, white dresses on in the church and, and fan themselves and wear them gray-ass wigs with a blue tin in them and talk about they saved and hallelujah because they are bound by their age and, and don't nobody want to look at them no more. So when I see the little girls now, 12 years old, wearing panties that are supposed to be pants, I mean, basically I see this as a manifestation of what has been hidden so long about their dad. You know, I, I've, I've seen this sick shit, man. It's, it's, a, it's some preachers that actually screw their daughters, and then you wonder why the daughter at 15 years old has got babies or is getting gang-banged at high school or skipped school to, to smoke crack and, and get fucked by five and ten men or becomes a stripper or a prostitute. Because this is a manifestation of the infection 
that black women have in their wombs that they have hidden, trying to be something that they're not, and it has come through their womb, manifested in these girls. So it's just a more of a proliferation of what I saw then that is way in our face now that was buried then, 20 years ago. Wow. What was what um, something that young women, what's something that they should know about a man before getting in a, a relationship with well, what I teach about vagina power, penis power, and sperm power is I'm all about accountability and responsibility. So there are uh, things that I do not blame a man for being a dog, especially when he's a dog. I call it the dog the God. But first of all, I tell women we must first know who we are. We must know that we are not, vagina power is not just about physical sex or being a porn star. So if you, you think you're going to hear that from me or reading my books, you need to go read somebody else. Because vagina power first to me is spiritual sexuality. Your organs are not just sexual. They were spiritual first. And your body is the temple of God to be respected that way. So you don't want to let anybody's sperm ejaculate in your mouth. You don't want to let everybody's dick touch your tongue or run his dick slide across your teeth. You don't want everybody's dick in your ass. You don't want everybody's dick in your hand. The same for men. Men don't need to put their raw dick and every woman's vagina and give his precious sperm to every woman's vagina because sperm is also sacred. I teach about the anatomy of a woman, the spiritual anatomy and the sexual anatomy. Once you know who you are, what you are, and your value, you are divine, and what you came here to do, then I also teach you about the anatomy of a man. Like in the, in the video you just heard about men being in a predator mode. There are men, that's all they do. Most dogs are the best lovers. They know how to flip your ass, rub your ass, talk to your ass, spank that ass like you need it because they are masters of pussy. They master the terrain of pussy. That's all they do, fucking suck, head and stick. So you, when you know who you are and you've gotten into the intuitive part of your vagina, the spiritual essence of your vagina, and you know there are men that are not created equal just like Dick say created equal. You know there are men, that's all they do. He's a dog. You can't fix him. You can't groom him. You can't turn a hoe into no housewife. It's the same thing that applies to a man. So when you know these principles, and you realize you can't make nobody do nothing that they don't want to do and you can't control nobody, one thing you can do is control your pussy and control your mind. So when you meet these men, you you will be able to use your discerning nature to determine which one is or is not the one you need to lay with. Okay, okay. I think we're having technical difficulties. I'm going to take over real, real quick. I have another question that she was going to ask you. She said, what other books or projects are you currently working on? Well, I wanted to correct um, what they said about me at first. I don't have a show here in Atlanta anymore. I was kicked off public access in Atlanta because they said I was too raw. So I've done an Internet show um, June, July, August, and actually went on break. So I have all those live shows available if people want to buy the live shows on DVD, they're in my online store, Alexis K. Tyler, VaginaPower.com is my Internet store. Also, I have the book Vagina Power Volume 1 on CD. It is out, and it's doing very well. I want to thank everybody that has, has purchased the Vagina Power show. Uh, the Penis Power, the clips you just played, all of my clips are on YouTube. So I'm constantly uh, shooting new shows, and I'm 
putting them straight on DVD. So I have a lot of DVDs that have uh, not come out yet or they're available. I just haven't put them in the store that people can get. So even though I'm not on TV doing my show right now and I'm not on Internet TV, I'm constantly working. I have a couple of other books that are coming out. Uh, there are different volumes of Vagina Power. I also have a uh, DVD that, that's very special to my heart that I'm putting out called uh, Warning to the Black Woman uh, and Black Pussy. Because from what I see in this society, dealing with racism, and, and I'm glad I just got an update on the genocide um, situation, and the charges have been reduced against the, the young man, the black, the, the young black man that was accused and, and given all these ridiculous charges because he's black. The same thing I see with black women worldwide is that we don't respect black pussy. The society has taught everybody to devalue and look down on black pussy and black dick. Now, yes, I am talking to all races of women, but I first have to talk to the first woman that I know and that is what I am. So these are a lot of DVDs that I've done that I encourage all black women that are really into consciousness and awareness and respecting the black pussy that they carry to know the spiritual and the sacred significance of black pussy and learn to respect it as such. And plus I'm starting a physical store here in Atlanta, Georgia, so that people can actually come see me, come watch me do lectures, and actually buy my DVDs and CDs and my sex toys. So I also have a site, sacredsex.me.com, where you can learn about sex ed, you can watch sex videos, you can learn about tantric sex, and you can go into my sex store. Okay. Okay. Lisa, are you back? Yeah. Um, do a lot of people thank you for having a show that addresses the issues that you're covering? Yes. I was surprised because I had so much negative uh, feedback here in Atlanta when my show got canceled on People TV. But now that um, somebody took my YouTube clips after my show was canceled and strung them together, put them on YouTube, and made me viral. So Alexis K. Kyle is now a virus. Yeah. And they've sent me worldwide. Wow. And now I've gotten white, black, I mean, so many women from from all socioeconomic backgrounds. And now when I go out, I have to be careful because people come up in the grocery store from getting my hair done. And, hi, you know, I know you. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know me? I thought everybody <laughs> in Atlanta hated me. So they're like, no, we here. It's a whole big group of us that are your fans. You just don't know we're here. So now I've gotten a lot of even mothers that tell me, you know, if they introduce me to their daughters, and it's like my daughter's 12, my daughter's 13. I'm like, oh, my God, Mom, you let her listen to me? <laughs> and they're like, yes, because if I don't tell her, some nigga going to tell her. Right. And somebody going to do this to her. So she needs to know what time it is so I keep it real with my daughter. So I'm glad that now it's a lot of black women that are having this conversation. I think it's so fucking ridiculous to tell a woman when you get 18 years old, okay, well, I've hid everything from you, and now you're 18 years old, you're a woman, go get married, and you're just going to know what to do on your wedding night, or go out and get your boyfriend, and you're going to know how to handle these predators and these liars out here because you're a good girl. It's ridiculous. Okay. Okay, I think Rashawn has a question. Rashawn. Yes, yes. I do. Hello, Alexis. Uh, I actually have one question for you. Uh, what are the differences between the males of your 20s compared to the males of a, a new generation? I mean, you sound really fuzzy. You said, what's the difference in the male of the who? Like, male of 20s? Like, when you were in 20s, the male... Uh, at that time, what are the differences between them and the males of 20 right now? Then y'all act like I'm a fucking senior citizen, man. Why 
Yeah, I'm asking this question about what back in your day. I'm really sorry, but uh, no, it's just a simple Damn. reason that. <laughs> I don't really see a difference, to be honest with you. The only difference I see is that, like I said with the women, everything is more open. Everything that was done then, this stuff you can find in the Bible. You can find it before the Bible. Everything old is new again. So I see the same predators running the same old games. I hear the same shit now that I heard when I was 17 years old that people were running on me, and at 25 they just used to get away with it then, and they can't do it to me now. That's the only difference. Okay. Uh, so we've ended up the, the section for the rated G questions. Yeah, we're going to move on G. to PG and then later into R. Um, we have a couple of PG questions. Ashley's going to ask you. Ashley. What's up, sister? How you doing? Hey. Uh, first question to you, would you consider dating a younger man, and if so, why? Uh, the only re- way that I would date a younger man that was chronologically, because a lot of stuff is about basically chronological stuff, I look at the mental, emotional, and spiritual state of the man, where he was karmically before he was born into this existence, and can he handle me, and can I handle him? That's the only way that I can do it because I know older women, and that's what they do. They prey on them young boys and fuck them young boys. They say them boys got big dicks and know how to work them dicks. I really wouldn't do it for that reason, and I think these older people fucking these young people need to leave these people alone if they know that the boy is not mature. He might be physically mature with a big dick, and he know how to screw up, but if he's mature emotionally, financially, and he doesn't have his bearing, spiritually doesn't know what he was born for, then you need to leave that boy alone. So I think it depends on the circumstances and the motivation. If it's just to get dick or is it these old men out here fucking these young girls just to get pussy and then you damage them. Interesting. Okay, uh, what do you think about the dating scene of the 21st century? And when was the last time that you went out on a date, if you don't mind us asking? Well, I have a man... Oh, sorry. Was it better back, you know, back in the day, or is it better now? I'm tired of y'all these back in the day, these back in the day shit. <laughs> 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 I'm talking shit, but I forgot y'all like in y'all early twenties. Um, I really, you know what? I really didn't date much because I was really sheltered, uh, preacher's kid. Everything was very oppressive and very restricted. I mean, it was just really abusive the way that I grew up. And, and everything, God was used on you as a weapon against you. And, and this everything, there was just no freedom. There was no education in our home about these things. So basically, I, I had, I guess when I was about 18, 19 years old, uh, my life was just totally different. I didn't get to go to college and have all the fun stuff. I'm actually going to college now. So I was in a lesbian relationship, and my mother found out about it when I was 19, and my mother uh, said, this is an abomination, this is against God, put me out one night in, in October, a really cold night. So I left home with no money, no clothes, no shoes, and other than what I was wearing. And I slept in my car in the cold because I was determined not to go back home because if my mother did not respect me enough as her child and as a human being to put me out like that just because of my sexual decision, then I I knew that I could not go back there. So I was determined to work, and that's what I did. I basically slept in my car for a few weeks, and I got up and worked. And I used the bathroom, you know, the public place, or I got a sandwich here or there, whatever person, stranger, would give me some money or buy me something to eat. That's just what I did. So I went to get a job and met this man that was my boss. He got me pregnant and basically said, 
it's not my problem. So you either get an abortion or I don't know what to tell you because I'm not going to help you. So at 19, I had to make a decision, and the decision was not going to be an abortion. So I had to work and scrape and clean toilets and work at Burger King and work at McDonald's. So a lot of the dating and the college and, and the football games, see, I never got to do that. So it was unfortunate that I got to do shows about that because I started dating after. First, I was young and dumb, had a baby to take care of. I was a baby mentally and emotionally. Dating men that I found out really did not want a ready-made family and actually preyed on me like they prey on a lot of these girls that got babies because they know they don't want the girl because the baby ain't theirs. They know they're not going to accept that baby. So they think, well, since she's fucking anyway, since she got a baby, she's just something to screw. Yeah, that's, that's, that's deep, too. Okay. Um, what do you define as a healthy relationship? First of all, one of my theories on that is this, and this is something I don't even, I wouldn't even buy this jewelry. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this jewelry. When people go in the store, a boy and a girl, a man and a woman get this jewelry, it's a jagged, broken heart or half of a heart. One mate has the one half, the other half, the other half, and they say, oh, we complete each other because we're each other's half, we're each other's soulmate. We don't even know what soulmate means. We heard that shit on TV, or we heard somebody in La La Land or Metaphysics say that you need to find your soulmate. Oh, this is your soulmate because he makes your dick, she makes your dick hard, or now he makes your dick hard, or, you know, some woman's pussy tingles. And this means that this is going to be the beginning of a perfect relationship First of all, you have to be whole with yourself because getting in a relationship and you think you're going to complete somebody or they're going to complete you, it is doomed to fail and be full of a lot of drama. Many of us are incomplete when we get in these relationships because we have a lot of unresolved shit from childhood. A lot of women have been fucked when they was little kids. A lot of them have been abused when they were little kids, lived in foster homes, had mamas didn't want them, daddy didn't want them, mama telling you you ain't going to be nothing but a hoe when you grow up. You ain't shit now. You ain't going to be shit when you grow up. Your daddy didn't want you. You're going to be just like your daddy, in and out of chain gang, smoking dope. You're going to be a hoe and you're going to leave people because your daddy left me. So we got all this shit in us. We're told we don't discuss, and it doesn't matter anymore because you're grown. You're not a kid anymore. Well, you are still a kid even though you're chronologically grown, because you, you're bringing all this stuff into a big body. So you're not going to have a good relationship and a balanced relationship with another person and bind with them until you unbind yourself from a lot of that old shit you carrying. Sometimes we'll say, I'm tired of this man, he ain't shit, but then you get another one that ain't shit because you didn't deal with yourself and you're still carrying the motherfucker you, you, you said you dropped off. Wow. Um, I just have a question to throw in there right quick. Uh, what role do you think slavery plays in all of the suppression of vagina and penis power? As, as I said, when you asked me a question earlier about what made me start to talk about this, especially living down south, we still have a very racist um, nigga mentality that is put on us by white folks. And you have a lot of black people I see in love with white folks, want to be admired by white folks, and are just devastated when a white folks call them a nigger. Well, you know, I don't know why a lot of us are oblivious or think that this doesn't exist because they smile at us and they don't say this to us anymore. We know that the eyes part, I'm saying that's what you're thinking. You just ain't said it out of your mouth. We're still carrying Harriet Tubman in our womb. We're still carrying Sojourner Truth in our womb. We're still carrying, because Georgia is one of those main states. As a matter of fact, in 2004, I had a lady on my show, Tammy Pless, 
Hassan was fucking this white girl, and instead of him fucking her in the hood, because I done told my son, look, if you ever feel need to get some white pussy, bring her up here. Bring her to the hood where we stay at. Don't go to damn cow we the cow. Now, don't go to those white neighborhoods fucking these white girls, and you know you're the only black thing there. Because he took his ass down there like he had done before in that white girl house. And her brother in his room had a noose above his bed that was one of his prized possessions. Well, the next day, around 7 or 8 o'clock, this black boy that had been down there 2,000-fold so many other times before was not in the bed with this girl. He was hanging in the front yard from a tree, mm. way up in the tree, dead. And they're trying to say, the guy, the FBI, nobody really did anything about this. They said this boy was so upset or possessed with this girl that he climbed all the way to the top of the tree and hung himself. So you see, I'm seeing the remnants of this steel. Because we don't want to deal with the fact that we are still carrying not just the men and women that were hung in Georgia from trees and even women that were black women were pregnant and had babies cut out of them when they dangling from trees. But in the Pacific Ocean, when our, they try to make it look as if all of our ancestors were scary and docile and were willing to be slaves, a lot of these black people on these slave ships, were practicing martial arts, but a lot of it looks like a dance. And they had their hands tied behind their back, but they was kicking these white people's asses. And a lot of them said, fuck it, I'm not going to be no slave. And they would jump over. They would rather be eaten by sharks than to come here and be slaved and oppressed who were crammed in those ships like sardines. They said they had older women on top of the younger women, and these women were menstruating, bleeding on the younger ones, shitting on the younger ones, pissing on the younger ones. There were rats in the ships. They were hungry. They were actually eating the ankles and eating tissue from our ancestors, and they couldn't do anything. They were so numb from laying there, not eating and not drinking and not using the bathroom and having live waste on them. A lot of times they couldn't even really feel it or even respond when these rats were eating through their tissue. Don't tell me that we are not still carrying this in our DNA. Don't tell me we're not still suffering from this, especially when we have white folks that continue to reaffirm slavery on the psychological and economic and social level. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay, we have a caller. We open up the lines now. Okay, the number again is Six four six seven one six seven nine one one. We have a caller seven four seven eight four seven eight. You on? Hey, hello. Hey. Hey. Yes. Um. Hey, Alexis. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question, and um, I, I just like the boldness that you have, just especially dealing with a lot of this stuff um, in the church because I was raised the same way, very similar, and just saw a bunch of stuff. And I have a question, and I really want you to um, um, speak on this fantasy that a lot of black women, probably women in general, but I'm just speaking from what I see, um, this fantasy that these black women have made in their minds about these men and what men are supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do and just living in this delusional state and telling us the Lord and then told us to be with this man. And, I, I mean, it, it's just amazing. Even um, in, in the news, we saw this huge Juanita Bynum 
um, controversy. And I remember because I um, used to be in the church, her just saying that the Lord told her that this man was hers and, 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 and she was supposed to help this man. I mean, I, it's, it's just amazing. It's just like um, the black churches has too much power, and the women in the black church are delusional, and they're teaching the same dysfunction and the same um, delusions to the children of, of the younger generation. And it, it's just amazing. And I'm sitting watching this because I'm young, you know, I'm 31. But I, I'm just, you know, it's amazing how all this stuff surfaces because I'm seeing my own self dealing with this stuff, other women dealing with it. And then, you know, we just see these other, you know, quote-unquote powerful women in these churches say the same things. The Lord told me this. The Lord told me this. But yet the man is no good. He's um, hitting you. He's taking your money. I mean, it's just amazing. I, I, amazing. And I, I wanted to hear what you thought about that, being that you were raised in the church as well. Thank you. You know what? I saw a lot of that growing up, and we we were taught not to speak. We were children. We were seen and not heard. And now that I went through that and allowed myself to be a victim on so many levels, I see how women will pick men out, and we'll say that that shit is about God, but it's really about our own ass. It's really about some some, some man we done seen that, that we want to fuck, and we fantasize about what it would like, because a lot of women, we do this, we guilty to this. We'll meet a man we don't even know. We'll look at him because he looks the way we want him to look, and we'll start fantasizing what our last name would sound like with his name on the end of it, what our children going to look like, uh, what it would be like to be married to him, what kind of house we're going to live. I mean, we'll start mapping this shit out in our mind because that's what we want, and we have some kind of emotional lack and limitation. See, you have to know, when you're in vagina power, first of all, there's a low level of vagina power, and there's a high level of vagina power. The high level of vagina power I'm talking about is dealing with your spirituality and your intuition and realizing that your vagina and your uterus is a divine vessel first. The lower part of that is dealing with your own physical sexual needs and the sexual gratification of the vagina and having the right penis in the vagina and the right tongue and mouth vibrating on your head and sucking all out of your ass. And see, a lot of times we get that shit confused and we'll say, okay, but because I'm feeling this or because I want this from him and I'm lonely and I ain't got a man, oh, I'm getting this because God giving this to me because the Spirit is giving this to me. We have to know what is God and what is us. And as far as I'm concerned, when you get with a man, because they said, Juanita Bynum said, based on the police report and, and based on the, the, the hearing at court that they played on TV, she said that man kicked her in her pussy. Now, to me, when a man kicked you in your ass, and kick you in your pussy, there is a real deep mental, emotional, and psychological methodology behind that shit because the vagina is not just a life-giving vessel. You have to think about this shit. It's some real deep shit because a man cannot be a man unless he is first created in the womb of a woman because that's what God puts sperm and egg together. man can't give birth to a woman, but a woman gives birth to a man. So he not only gets his breath in the womb of a woman, and he comes through her vagina canal, which is a life-giving vessel, but it's also a pleasure-giving vessel for a man's dick. So if a man put his penis in a woman's vagina and he thrusts it in and out, 
and she manipulates her vagina in a way to give him pleasure and also for him to ejaculate it. That is a prize possession for that woman to have, and it's going to be an attachment in that man's mind on many levels because of the pleasure it also brings. But for a man to choke a woman, she said he choked her, her neck turned purple, he got tired of choking and said, fuck it, pushed her on the ground, so I said he was going to kill her and kick her all over and kick her in her vagina. That tells me when a man gets to that point, there are mental emotions, there's probably some reserve or pent-up anger that he already had to put his foot on a woman to even push her to the ground and begin to stop her. But it also says to me that you're not in vagina power on a spiritual, mental, emotional level, and you're not listening to the true voice of God to even pick somebody that will get so sick of you and so pissed off and frustrated with you that he will kick you in your pussy, which is a sacred place. Yes, yes, yes. Let me ask you one other quick question, and I thank you so much. I thank you so much. What do you tell the young ladies that have been um, repressed, their sexu- you know, mentally about their sexuality because of the churches, and um, as they, you know, become older and they become blossom and they, you know, start to blossom and they want to experiment with their sexuality, but they've always been taught that, you know, sexuality and the feminine energy is something to be suppressed. What do you tell those women? Because I have met a lot of women as well, and I even battled it with myself as far as just, you know, being comfortable with our own sexuality because we've been taught to keep our legs closed, put your dress down, and, and, and stuff like that. Of course, you know, the men aren't being taught that. But what do you tell the women that are trying to blossom but still dealing with those repressed emotion and those psychological blocks about sexuality due to them being raised in the church? Well, you know what? That's me. That's that's my background. That's how I was raised, and that's why I did the show. It's like that show, my, the Alexis K. Tyler Vagina Power show and the Alexis K. Tyler Vagina Power books and Penis Power books was basically my therapy because I didn't even know the word vagina or really, I never said it up until, what, two, three years ago when I was writing my book and when I got on TV because I got so much ridicule from older black women Women in their 20s, women in their 30s like me, women in their 40s and 50s, they said, I was so filthy. And they still say it now. I'm, I'm filthy. I'm a sex addict. I probably screw all the time. I screw different people because I say vagina and penis and sperm and pussy and dick. We are still discouraged, but then you look at TV and these a lot of these black girls, they die to get in these videos and to take their clothes off to show the crack of their ass on BET and to get in King Magazine. Oh, by the way, no, no, this, I'm in King Magazine, y'all. The, the cover, the uh, with Kim Kardashian cover. I got much drawers and shit on. I'm just doing an advice column on page 51. But you see all these girls on there. Everybody else ain't got no clothes on in there. And a lot of these are the same girls that preachers raised or that mothers suppressed and beat up and told that they were sluts because they had a vagina that men died to get to. So when I do this show and I had to make myself comfortable saying this, this is all about the education of the body, what it is, how divine it is. We're going to have to take the effort now to educate ourselves and be comfortable saying, I have a vagina. I don't have a TT. I don't have a strawberry patch. I don't have a boo-boo, you know, I have a vagina, street turn pussy, and we need to actually get in the mirror naked, spread our lips, get a mirror, look at it, touch ourselves, touch our clit. 
We actually need to learn what brings us to pleasure. We have to be comfortable and secure in our own body. It's, it's amazing to me. It's a lot of women will let a man take his dick and probe every hole in their body like he's using a damn stethoscope to go through their damn eyes, nose, mouth, asshole, pussy. He can take his dick and run through your ass. But then after he take his dick and, and do what he want to do and finger you out and dig all in you all kind of ways, I've heard these same women say, oh, no, I can't touch myself. Oh, no, I can't masturbate. Oh, oh, I said, do you know what your part touch? You look, no, I haven't looked down there. And they're 40 years old. Hmm. Well, thank you, Colin, for calling in because we've got to keep going on with the questions and giving out the number. Okay. After we resume, I want to give out the number again because we're down to the final 10 minutes of the live feed. Call in real quick with your question. You're going to have to be short with it. The number again is 646-716-7911. Lisa wants to resume with her question. Rated R now. It's rated R. We're about to get nasty now. From the curious listener on Instant Messenger asks, I know you've heard about vagina tightening surgery procedure. Why do you think females choose to take this route? And do you think it will be a growing trend in the next few years? Yeah, I think it'll be a growing trend, and there are a lot of reasons women take uh, get get the vagina surgery. That's uh, called vagina rejuvenation, and a lot of women actually have bladder problems. They they can't hold their urine. So I heard one plastic surgeon, one top plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills say that one of the side effects of having the um, sphincter muscles tightened with the bladder is it also tightens the vagina. There are a lot of women that have been fisted. And where they actually have fists and arms up their vagina, there are a lot of women that have oversized dicks up their vagina, and it has really or had a lot of babies or huge babies, naturally. And it has really stretched them to the point that the man's penis does not have the high level of intensity and pleasure. And a lot of women are very concerned or embarrassed about this. You feel very subconscious. So they get that surgery. So I think that now we as women of color are finding out more about plastic and reconstructive surgery for beauty and medical reasons. I think that we will start doing it. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyone got any questions before I go into rate it R? Because I'm about yeah. to go ahead. Yeah, I got, I got one question actually uh, for Alexis. I, uh, I heard about tantric sex you uh, mentioned earlier. Could you please elaborate on that one a little bit? Yes. Tantric sex is dealing with spiritual sexuality. It's not about the first physical orgasm and ejaculation, not about the lower-level lust, dog, animal sex. It is about actually heightening your mind, dealing with meditation, uh, dealing with the actual giving birth to ideas, because see, sex is not just something for pleasure. It's not just something because your dick hard, your pussy throb, and you're missing a dick fitting up in it. That When we have sex, that's I'm trying to get people to see, that our ancestors knew in Egypt and Atlantis because they tried to make it seem like white folks created Egypt. And the hieroglyphs were white folks, and the only black folks you've seen in hieroglyphs is because they were slaves, and they built the pyramids because white folks gave them blueprints. That's a damn lie. Black people and even black women were pharaohs, and they all looked, they were dressed up to make you think they were male, but we dealt with spirituality and sexuality and birth control and beauty methods that were all based on nature and based on the seasons and the timing. So what I'm trying to get us to see, because other cultures already know this and white folks already teach you this, they would just sell you this in a book, but they're not going to really break it down and show how people of color, how melanin ties into tantric sex 
that sex is used for manifestation of things. It is not just used for the manifestation of an orgasm and ejaculation and a good feeling. Sex is the same energy that you use to build a house, create a business, or generate money to go and purchase a car. So when you're dealing with the tantric nature of it, you're dealing with the subtle spiritual energy of the sex organs and the body, mind and spirit. Uh, is it something similar to Kama Sutra? I haven't studied all of Kama Sutra, but if it's dealing with the spiritual and the psychic energy and exercises and meditation, because I'm going to actually come out with some new sex DVDs where I'm going to have people going through the motions and actually before you get to the intercourse. Because when you are dealing with someone and you, let's say, if a woman is licking your body and she's massaging every piece of your body, toe by toe, finger by finger, one eye, one ear, one, one lip, top lip, when she's going through all this and massaging your penis, tantric sex is, is not about your penis becoming so erect that now you're going to penetrate her and ejaculate. No, you're taught to learn to control and balance the energy Use that sexual energy that's being built up because you're aroused for healing and actually the manifestation of some idea or some project before you even move into the sexual physical intercourse. Okay. Uh, thank you. Ashley, you have any questions or anything? No, I'm, I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready to do it. I don't know if y'all ready. I'm ready for it. I know Alexa's ready for it. I've been talking to some of the people I work with, and they've been having a two-week debate about this. And this is a very important question that my friends want to have the answer to. They want to know, do you think, well, the question is this, what do you think about people eating ass? I mean, do you think that's cool for them to do that or what? I think that because that's also a part of when you're dealing with spiritual sexuality and ingesting the fluids of your lover. I think that when it is, when you're in a one-on-one monogamous relationship and you know that it's only going to be you two, you both have been tested, all sexually transmitted diseases and nobody's infected with anything, and you know that nobody's going to go out and get infected with anything, then I feel that whatever goes that two consenting adults agree to is fine. Okay. Okay, I got another question. Uh Another person from Texas asked this question. Is it the size over the motion or the motion over the size that counts? It depends on the woman's vagina and, and, and what type of pussy pain she going through, what she needs and what she doesn't need. Because I've talked to plenty of women that said that uh, they are so in love with a man that his penis may not be that big and it may not be that long, but it's fine because he pleases them with what he has because he knows how to use what he's got. I talked to other women, and I've even talked to men about this issue, men that have sex with men, and they have to have horse dicks. They, it ain't nothing else going to work. They have to have a dick that's wide, and they have to have a dick that's long, or they're going to start telling a lie, they're going to be sleepy, their head hurt, and they're going to be sick because they've seen that little dick. He ain't going to get no pussy. <laughs> okay. One of my friends. At work, ask this question. She wants to know this because she wants to basically want to date a guy, but she want to make sure he's got this package. She wants to know which one, basically, 
which tend to be bigger, the light-skinned man's penis or the dark-skinned man's penis? I really think it depends. It's not always about the color of his skin. You know, a lot of it's genetics and, and, and melanin because I, I've seen Italian men, although they look white, but then they have eight, nine, ten-inch dicks. I've seen men that were jet black and might have had a five-inch dick. So it's not always about what skin color he is or what race he's from. Okay. Uh, another question coming from North Carolina itself is this. When is the right time to give head to a guy? You know, I think there's no cut and dry question, like one size, um, one answer fits all for that one. It depends on the circumstances and the type of relationship. Okay, now if you're a prostitute and he wants head right now and he'll give you whatever you ask for, then I guess right now the time to suck his dick even if you just met him five years, uh, five minutes ago. So I guess if you're trying to, some women play hard to get. They know they're professional suckers, and that's what like, they like to do. That's one of their favorite hobbies. But they meet a guy they really like, and they want the guy to respect them. But they won't suck his dick the first day because they don't want him to think that she's a whore. So they'll try to prolong it to a point and probably gradually increase the sex uh, exercises or get more freaky as time go on and gradually incorporate it, so he'll still think she's a nice girl instead of coming out up front. So I think it depends on the man and the circumstances and what this woman is trying to accomplish because, you know, there are some men that will meet you and they know they like you right off. So if you fuck them the first day, they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to disrespect you, and they'll end up sticking around because they like you. There's some men you meet in the first day, you fuck them, they don't call you back, or that's all you end up being. Five years later, you feel a hope to him. He won't commit, he won't marry you, he don't want you to be the mother of his kids. So that's what we have to learn to sense out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another person, and there's a lot of people to be saying this around here, and I don't know if you heard about this, they want to know this. They're like, why do you think white women give head quicker than black women? Because they don't have the same hang-ups that black women do. We've been, I know I was told that, you know, my grandmother would always say that. She wouldn't say penis. She would say, don't put no man's tail in your mouth. Don't <laughs> let no man go in your behind. You know, this is just nasty and filthy, and these are just things that real women don't do. Well, a lot of times white girls are 12 years old sucking dick. And a lot of times white girls, at least I went to school with them, but a little time I went with them, they act so prim and proper, and, but they were taking birth control pills. A lot of them were 12 and 13 years old. They were getting fucked in the ass, but they wouldn't get fucked in the pussy, and they were sucking dick. And then they would still consider themselves virgins on their wedding day because they didn't get vaginal dick penetration. So a lot of times they don't have the hang-ups that we do. I mean, you see white girls in high school pulling a bra up, showing you their titties, and then white boys bending over on the school bus showing you their lily white ass mooning people that's driving by. So it's a lot of things, a hang-up, that we may have about sex that white women don't have. And quite frankly, that's a lot of the reason why black men will go get some white pussy because some of them basically have this fantasy, the taboo of, of hitting some shit that you were told you weren't good enough to hit and that you weren't supposed to have. And then a lot of them get get hooked and torn when they get over there because she'll let him fuck her in the, in the mouth, shoot off all in her mouth, shoot off all in her face, all of her hair, fuck her all in her ass without a rubber, shoot off in her ass. I mean, whatever she, he wants, threesomes, whatever. 
she will do. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well. Now we get to the point we're trying to be like her. We're trying to imitate her. Yeah, you did talk about that too. That's true too. Well, another question is this. This question is coming from all the way from California. What do you think is the freakiest sex position ever? Child, you know what? I don't even know why they asked me that question because it's like don't <laughs> surprise me no damn mo. <laughs> don't nothing surprise me because I've seen a little bit of it all and I hear a little bit of it all because people call me and tell me stuff, you know, anonymously or tell me, do this show about this issue, talk about gay sex, talk about download sex. So it's like I saw, it, and y'all can see this because I think a lot of black women are in denial especially when I had so many of them go off on me by putting the YouTube clip up on warning uh, gay, warning gay boy, uh, warning to young gay boys and gay predators. Um, there is this site. It's a lot of black men giving each other thug love, you know, down low love. We see these boys walking around here with the big baggy pants beneath their asshole and you know, pimping hard and, and, and talking with a lot of bass in their voice. But I went to Dog Pound USA, D-A-W-G, P-O-U-N-D-U-S-A. I mean, and I saw men take more dick than I could ever take. I mean, getting trained. I mean, they're they, they doing gangbangs. It's like three men at one time. One man basically is in the middle, so he's got a dick in his mouth. And then he's got like another nine, ten inches up his ass. I mean, and then some of these men are sitting down, like a man sitting on the floor. And the man will sit on top of him and sit on the whole dick. I mean, don't don't cringe, don't holler, don't grunt, don't cough. Take the whole dick all in his ass. I mean, I you know what? I, I almost fell on the damn floor when I saw this shit. Damn. Damn. Well, that's my other question I got to ask you. How many gays do you think are in sports? A lot of them. <laughs> I think a lot of them that we don't know. And, see, we have to deal with this, too, as black women. See, we really need to know what our men are doing behind our back, and we really need to know what our men like because as, as black women, I don't know how many are listening to this interview right now who are going to listen to this interview, but we can't do nothing about it. We can't stop our men from being bisexual or gay, but we really need to look at this. We really need to have an a, a open dialogue because a lot of these men are not telling us that they really like to get hit off in the ass. And a lot of men that like to get penetrated in their ass are not gay because it's some black men that will let their girl fuck them in the ass. Because, see, we have to realize the structure of a man's body because right behind, well, in front of the rectum is the prostate and the testicles and the penis. So the prostate, and it needs to be healthy and strong because it's responsible for a man having a good ejaculation. So when a man is penetrated in the rectum and, and uh, anally, it also stimulates the prostate. And a lot of men have really deep, intense uh, erections and ejaculations because his prostate is being hit. So a woman can penetrate a man deep and make him come the same way. But a lot of times men, black men are afraid to tell black women that this is what they want her to do because he might be seen as a punk or he might be seen as weak and not be respected in her eyes as a full, strong man. And you don't, you, that's our choice. We don't have to be with them, but I feel that because 
black women worldwide and all women, Latino, all women of color worldwide are more devastated and impacted by HIV and AIDS than any other woman in the world. It is time for us to really stop this shit and say, oh, because I'm so pretty, or because I'm so fine, or because I'm so good, my man will never sleep with another man on me. Yes, fuck, he will, and yes, he is doing it. A lot of our men are doing this. We need to wake up. Now, those are the guys that's like the, the dogs that sit there and be telling the woman everything that she want to hear. Am I, am I reading this correctly? Some of them, it, it goes both ways. A man can tell a woman what she want to hear when he likes to see the dog with women. But a lot of times men are also dogs with men and women. We have men that like both, but they will never have that conversation, a girl don't touch my asshole, I don't play that. Well, yeah, he might not want you to touch his asshole, not because he don't like dick, but because he knows your whole hand will fall in his ass because he just had 15 inches, not from one man last night, but he had a train ran on his ass because that's what he likes. I just received a question from Playful Lady 16 What are warning signs to let you know a man is gay? You know what, that's not a guarantee. I don't have all the answers for that. I just think some some things are, and I think what we should do, a lot of times men don't tell us about their previous relationships. We don't know anything about them. And, and a lot of times we'll, we as women, we, we do some stupid shit because we'll meet men and we don't know nothing about them. We just know we like what we see, we like what we hear, and we like the way we feel when we're near him or the thought of him penetrating us. So we will accept him as he is, and we don't research his past. We don't know his friends. We don't know what he does outside of us. You see what I'm saying? And then when a man is secretive and he hides a lot of his life from you, other than the life you have with him, then there's something going on that you need to know. A lot of times there are some men that will ask you to penetrate them or they will let you or they'll have gay friends around or men that they say are not gay but they have masculine tendencies or they, they have, I mean, female tendencies or they act like girls or they might you might know that they hang around gay or by men or they go to gay clubs. It's like little things like that are sometimes cues because one girl wrote me and said her boyfriend was fucking her in the pussy while he had a dildo in his asshole. The same time that he was fucking her, then he would have wow. gay friends around, but he would never admit that he was gay or bi, but okay, he's got a whole big dick in his asshole while he's penetrating your pussy. So that tells me something right there. He loves the thought of having a dick in his ass, or he wants to do a threesome with you. He's trying to condition you to come around so that you will let him be with men and women, and basically I think that we need to investigate folks and to getting tested because a lot of times a man that's got something to hide will not go with a woman to the clinic together and get tested together and stand there and get the results together. That's true. That's true. And something, I, I had that happen in a situation where I, I flipped it around to go get tested, and she got so pissed off. I said, uh-oh, <laughs> something ain't right with her. So, uh Going on along with that question right here, I got another question. This one's coming from Florida. I think this guy's 18 years old. He's kind of upset. He wants to know why do women get men hot and hard and then leave? It depends on the woman and the motivation. Now, see, I don't know how long she was with him. Is it somebody he's seeing on a regular basis or somebody he just met and uh, he's starting to date and he's never had a sexual encounter with her? There are a lot of women that play mind games. 
and they actually tease men to see how much he likes her, or it's an ego boost for her to see can she bring him to a, a point of arousal and actually have him erect enough to the point that he's going crazy and then walk away because it does something for her ego and her self-esteem. It makes them feel good. So you have a lot of women that deliberately tease men and play with them and string them out and then see how she can manipulate them, see what she can get, see how far he's willing to go, play these games. Dang, dang, dang. Mm, mm, that's bad. Big time. Okay, let me ask you a straight up question right here. What, do, what would you consider a hoe? I know a hoe can be a guy and a girl, but what would you yeah. consider a hoe? I guess anybody that basically, when the wind blow your dick hit hard, when something <laughs> walk by and you hit it, use a hoe. <laughs> or you, you pull your drawers down. Because a man fine, or because he looked like you through the print of his clothes, he got a fat dick, and you don't know nothing about him. He ain't got to do nothing for you, but other than stand there with a big dick, and you got a man, or you already sleeping around with different people, and then you put yourself in a position. Because what what really bothers me too, and I see a lot of black women do this, is that they will have children, and I knew I had to be very careful because I gave birth to a son. So I knew that I was going to be the first woman that set the tone for how he saw women all around the world for the rest of his life. And a lot of women get so hard up for dick and get so frustrated with their children because they by themselves that they will start marching men in and out of the house and start screwing the men trying to find their husband or trying to find somebody that's going to be a daddy to the boys going to move in and live with them. And the children see this and the boys see this. So to me, that's a hoax. See, it's different levels of whoredom because you got a lot of people, women that will whore themselves for a job, whore yourself to get money, whore yourself to get in the video, whore yourself to get a movie deal, you whore yourself to get a record deal. See, see when we talk about hoeing, see, that can go so many places. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know I, I was talking to uh, one of my homeboys about this, and he was saying he was messing with some girls. And, uh, the girl, you know, it, it was telling him what's up straight up, what was going on, but she wasn't coming up straight up as, you know, normally as she wasn't going to go. And she ended up messing around with, I don't know, about five or six guys with no condom. And he was the only one to use the condom. And she was like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you used the condom on me because you show respect for me. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> and she talking about she didn't know she was having a baby or not. It, it was crazy. Because she don't respect herself. Yeah. You weren't just respecting her. You were respecting yourself enough to protect yourself so that you don't want to catch anything, and you decided when you have a baby with somebody, it's because it's the person that you picked not to use a condom with. That's true. That's true. And I think the last question I believe Lisa wants to ask. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Or not. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Eleven. Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I just got a question on Instant Messenger. I'm stunning like my mama, 2000. What age is the perfect age to lose your virginity? I think there is really no perfect age. I, I just feel that we should all be legal adults. And we should be mature enough to be able to handle sexual intercourse. Okay, yeah. 
Well, the question that I got listed here, lead us to the final thing you want up before we really kick into the subject that we, we was here to talk about. Uh, the person wants to know, what do you think about people who like to hit hit everything raw dog? Uh, I, I think it's very sad and unfortunate that a lot of people feel that they have to do that because of the danger. It's like black women's bodies now, it's like we're in a state of emergency, and we have to watch ourselves. And a black woman would be a fool to definitely not value her vagina enough to the point to realize that it's a sacred place and it should be respected by you first and it should be protected because we do have a lot of men that like to penetrate us raw and don't know anything about us. And if it's easy for a man to pull his dick out on you and he don't know nothing about you, don't didn't even ask you for uh, your doctor's record, did not ask you what your previous sexual experience was or how long ago, it could have been this morning, and he's willing to give you some raw dick, then that's telling me that is somebody that is willing, has no respect for the woman of a woman, and that is willing to be a participant, a willing participant in the effort to defile and destroy the womb of a black woman. So I don't have any respect for anybody that would do that, and I definitely don't have any respect for any black woman that will do that because, and I have a book that's coming out and called Vagina Violations, and I consider a, a woman that will do that is a violator against the sisterhood of the rest of us because we are all connected whether we like it or not. We might not be physically connected, but there's a collective consciousness, and all of our minds, psychically, subconsciously, and superconsciously, as well as consciously, we're all connected so everybody's actions, whatever they do, will come back on me and every other black woman in the black community. So whenever a black woman puts herself at risk and has her womb defiled and she's sleeping with somebody raw like that, that black man could get up and meet me. He could meet one of y'all. And if you choose not to respect yourself and know his, his, his history and be secure in the fact that you're divine and you lay down with him, our sister's actions are also going to devastate and defile us. Okay. Okay. I believe that's the final questions. I believe Lisa wants to say something. Lisa? Hold on. I'm trying to get to the question. I've, I have three questions at, at one time. Deuce Big um, says, I I saw this movie. Hold on. I saw this movie, and it said, if you don't know if you've had an orgasm, then you haven't had an orgasm. So, can you describe that feeling? Mm. Well, describe the feeling of not having an orgasm, or describe the feeling of having an orgasm? Um, I'm assuming having. Well, I I think it's basically it could be different for everybody. But I think there's one basis to it. For every woman that's had an orgasm, you know, there's like a, a an electric, like a, a shock, because there is an electric connection. Because our body is first electromagnetic, electricity and magnets that are in our body, that are in our energy fields and in our cells. So when they collide and when you hit the nerves, on whether it's in the nerves connected to the clitoris or the, the nerves inside of the vagina and the vagina walls and the G-spot, if they're hitting it right, whether with the finger or the head of the penis or a toy, it's actually going to be like a jolt, like a shock. You know, your body actually convulses. And then a lot of people, if that orgasm is really good and they hit in the bottom and work in the middle, 
then it's not just going to be like a shock or the body convulsing uncontrollably and it's feeling of euphoria and this really good sensation where you don't even know where you are. It's so relaxing and it's just a really, I think it's a feeling that people chase. It's like a high where it goes deeper when they really start going into the deeper levels of orgasm because there are different, I heard there are nine, actually talking about the nine levels of orgasms. We've got to talk about that too, the different levels of orgasm where you have to get waves throughout your body, heat throughout your body, where that orgasm, you know, it can go on for hours. So if you don't have, if you have an orgasm and bam, it's over in a couple of minutes, you're like, oh, okay, let's get up, let's get it go. Then they ain't, they, they not having a, a, a right session. They ain't had the right kind of meeting and conference in the ladies' room. They need to go back and do some homework. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I got to fl- oh, go ahead. I'm so fly nine one one. What should I do if I'm addicted to sex? Well, I think that she need whoever he or she needs to explore what the reason is why they're addicted to sex and make sure that they're dealing with partners that know this and respect that about them and just move through that process. Because I'm not going to say that it's wrong to be addicted to sex. I'm not going to say that it's right. It's just based on the experience of that person. As long as you're an adult and you're dealing with consenting adults that that know that you're a sex addict and they're willing to participate with you, knowing that you're being honest and open, then basically when you move through that phase and you change, it'll be because you want to and when you're ready. Okay. Uh, Alexis K. Tyler, author of Vagina Power, and um, Glenn Johnson, a.k.a. Sidetown Flawless of um, Stop Simping Movement. Sorry. (laughs) They're coming to the show next week to discuss and debate on penis or vagina, which one has the strongest power over people and which one has more value. And also we'll talk about courtship. So don't miss out on the show. Okay, uh, I want to continue. I want to talk about the main issue. We got through all the questions. I want to keep going. I would like to talk about, uh, before we can go in there, put out your information, Alexis, let everyone know how they can get all the good stuff that you've given to us today, all the information about vagina power, penis power, and sperm power. I have an online store uh, in my website, AlexisKTylerVaginaPower.com. And you can click on store in there to look at the inventory. And like I said, a lot of new stuff in there. They have to let me know personally what they want because I'm doing a new site. So I don't have black pussy warning to the black woman, uh, self-respect and self-esteem in there that I'm, I'm working on just for us. But they can see the basic things in there uh, at AlexisKTylerVaginaPower.com. Uh, I have a MySpace page. People can also contact me and leave me messages. And I always answer everybody. Uh, personally, so if anything you're interested in or want to contact me directly, you can also go to my MySpace page, which is Alexis K. Tyler, Vagina Power. And I have a sacred sex site uh, dealing with sex education. It's, it's sacredsex.me.com. So that's sacredsex.me.com. And all of my clips are on YouTube. And I constantly put new clips up. I just put some transgender and transvestite clips up last week. So I know that a lot of times people will leave me messages or comments uh, saying I want to talk to you or will you get in touch with me on my YouTube clips as well because I'm constantly updating and putting new things out for people to watch. Okay. Okay. Now let's get into the main gist of the show. If everyone is everyone ready to 
to stay a little bit longer. What about you, Mr. Don Juan? Are you able to stay a little bit longer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Ashley? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lisa? Of course. And Alexis? Oh, okay. I'm surprised. Also, they want to hang around, you know, with, with, with the back in the day, you know, also, an election. <laughs> oh, 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 they ain't passed up me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit of music so everyone can go get them something to drink because I'm a little thirsty myself. But we yeah, me too. A minute. You know, we're, we're doing a lot of stuff here. I'm sweating bullets here. So, so uh, y'all sit back and uh, relax. We're going to go ahead and get a little bit of our stuff going on here. So please wait. Uh, let me get this running real quick. Uh let me play something for y'all so y'all can uh, relax. Uh, okay. Second five. What well, no Big, big guy in the back with a deep, rich voice. Uh, Nepal. Oh, Mr. Don Juan. <laughs> <laughs> That's old man from Nepal. I love that accent. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, if you're ready, i got a question for you, actually. Okay. It is more educational for all the innocent kids out there, you know. These days... Uh, this internet or uh, internet dating have opened the new doors to the predators. Uh, what are your thoughts about these issues and how are you going to address this to the innocent kids 
and tell them how to, you know, watch out. Oh, yeah, I got to do a show on that because uh, you talking about innocent kids. I'm basically talking about innocent pussy, period, because, you know, I'm just finding out we got a lot of grown women that are hooking up with unruly and outlaw dicks on the Internet. They don't know anything about it. They're just looking to be screwed. They're lonely. They're trying to hook up with mates. And then we got a lot of our because we're so busy or sometimes we don't have men in the house. We're not watching the children. The children are idle. They're latchkey kids. And all it's taking, and a lot of these predators know this. So they're actually reaching out to these kids going on MySpace and all these teen sites, and they're pretending to be teenagers. And if a little girl's mind is weak because her mama and her daddy have not fortified her with the knowledge of vagina power, penis powers, and the predator mode, then it's going to be really easy for a predator to put doubt in her mind over the Internet and lure her out of the house. And then we not only have to watch our little girls while we're distracted looking at little girls, we got men looking at the little boys. A lot of our women, first of all, we're not recognizing this to teach our children about the online predators because we are not even dealing with the fact that we're picking predators to screw us. We got men laying up in the bed with these women glad for the woman to go off to work so he can put his dick in her little boy's mouth. So we, we still have a big issue we don't want to talk about in the black community about how many not only older black women and older black boys now that are, they have not told this, but they're telling it to me, they've told it to their mamas, but we still got it going on right now in the black community. We got a high predator count. In our houses, because these black women ain't in vagina power, and they are letting these predators pass the threshold, and they ain't damn identifying this shit, because they in love or they hooked on dick. Well, let's let's go into our show. Uh, I want to talk about uh, a particular issue in mind. I mean, I told you about Alexis, and I, I... tell a lot of people about this stuff on Fallen Men that I have a show on. It's a little off-print show. But the thing is, the topic of the show is this. After, I mean, I want to talk about the sex tactics that people use basically to try to keep a relationship going. I mean, that's been a lot of issues. You know, a lot of people getting trapped up in this. I mean, what do you think about all this? I mean, now, wait a minute, when you say just to keep a relationship going, are you meaning like to keep somebody in a relationship that you know doesn't want them, or are you talking basically to keep the sex alive by doing different things? Like how I say, keeping a relationship going. It's like this guy or this girl is about to move on to bigger and better things. And they told them, they let them know, you know, I don't think this is going to go anywhere, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm letting you know this because I respect you and I want to let you know this. And they're, mm-hmm. like, they're like, no, nah, this motherfucker ain't going nowhere. I'm going to mm-hmm. lock him down or mm-hmm. I'm going to lock him down. So a baby comes in the picture, and they use that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think about all this mess right here that's going on? I mean, it's getting crazy. I think it's wrong, and I think that, well, I know that it's been going on, and it ain't going to stop going on. So that's why vagina power, penis power, and sperm power is so important for me to deliver it this way because I am, as I said, all about accountability and responsibility. Now, can't no woman trick no man unless he puts himself in a position to be tricked. Can't no man trick no woman 
unless she puts herself in a position to be tricked. See, it's a lot of stuff. We have a lot of issues, especially as people of color, because of, of the wrong, the stereotypes we've been given, and people want us to emulate them. So we already go into a lot of these relationships with these men naive. And it's easy for them to set us up because we don't know the rules. We don't know the right rules of engagement. So we have one set of rules at home. We get out in the street and say we don't know the street set. We don't know that basically when somebody tells you something, it's not because they're telling you the truth. A lot of times it's based on misdirection or deceptive tactics. So you're believing that and you look in one way and he come hit your ass from another way. Until we really deal with the true essence of human nature and relationships, and erase these rules that we were given, this is going to be sex tactics to hang somebody up. It's going to continue. Okay. Well, this, this topic, let me ask everyone else on this show right here. Ashley, what do you think about this? Well, unfortunately, I, I find that people use sex as a weapon and sexuality as a weapon all the time. And I, I have friends who, you know, they might say, okay, well, he likes me, so if I uh, put my leg on him, or put my breast on them or whatever, I'm going to have them eating out the palm of my hand. And I, I agree with, uh, you know, Miss Tyler because it's just straight up. People allow themselves to be manipulated all the time. What about you, Lisa? I believe if you're strong enough, um, a strong enough person and you know yourself, you won't let yourself get even involved in those type of predicaments. You won't even have to worry about that, so... I, I agree with both of them. And Mr. Don Juan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually this happens that like, people stray because when you go out of sync, you know. Uh, so basically I think people need to do is communicate that build up connections. It is essential for like sex life or healthy relationship, I believe. And, you know, non-sexual affections like touching, or hugging or whatever. And actually need to be nice to each other. You know, say good things and, you know, not bad things about them. These are some tips on building a healthy relationship, and I think that will keep uh, each other together. Yeah. But, you know, look, let, let, let's deal with I know what you're talking about because I've, I've actually been a victim. I've been caught up in some stuff like that. Um, let's say you got this young woman, and she's already been abused at home. So she really doesn't have a strong sense of who she is. She just knows she wants to be loved really bad. But she gets out there just like I did, baby, no money, no family. I knew I couldn't go back home. She don't have a daddy. He ain't shit. You know, he wasn't ever there. So she she never had an archetype for a strong mother or father role model. She's basically lost. She's young. She's beautiful. She has a nice body. She has all these assets that she doesn't even know that she has. She has no sense of value, no sense of self-worth, because she was always beat down at home, and the male images she saw was always negative, always destructive. And let's, let's put, put it, make it even deeper. The only time she felt like she was important to a man or a man uh, gave her some attention, she got from her uncles when they squeezed her titties and gave her a dollar, you know, or when her daddy or her brother was fucking her. So the only thing she can associate with her value and her self-esteem and self-worth is men screwing her. So you see her getting out, and she has to survive. She has no education. She has no degrees. She has a total low level of what she is and what she's born to be. Men sense this. 
See, when I get into sexual behavior and spiritual anatomy and spiritual sexuality, we are first primitive. We, we have to deal with the fact that we have an old brain. We have an old reptilian, an old paleomammalian brain that is basically functioning on all of those hormones that are released from our glands and in our brain that are based on survival mechanisms. So we have a lot of men that can sense it. A woman doesn't even have to say when she's weak, when she's been abused. Parents feel it. Players, hustlers feel it. And predators that get women checked up like this can sense this about a woman when she is vulnerable because she has no sense of time and no sense of self and she cannot reason. She cannot. See, she got a pussy, but she can't defend her pussy. She got a pretty face and a fat ass and titties, but she can't defend none of the attributes that she was given because she was in a type of concentration camp environment. So you can, like the, the panel said, yeah, you can watch what you say to each other and you can watch how you say it and you can respect yourself, but let's go past the point before she gets to a level of vagina power and sexual respect. Let's say she has none. That's why we see so many women getting caught up and feeling obligated to let somebody fuck them that they can't stand because they're afraid, they're intimidated, and they have no sense of value. They get it from what these men give them. They get it because a man tells them, you pretty, you fine, I love you, I'm going to do this and that for you, or because I paid your rent and you associate that with love or caring, or you that's why you get on the cone and prostitute. That's why you sell dope. That's why you suck people's dicks without a condom, because this is your view of love, and this is where you get your value. So it's like there's a lot of other dynamics that tie into how we get set up like this. So, I mean, as some of the tactics as we say, I mean, what are some of the solutions that you say? I mean, like, you got to have common sense, of course. Well, I mean, well, I mean, is there any telltale signs you can basically say about that? Be like, you know, watch out if he's coming out out the pocket too quickly or what, you know? Yeah, but, but see, that's why I'm bringing those up about our issues because a lot of grown women have these issues and that's their background, and they're not connecting the two. They're not realizing that we are all cosmic mirrors. That's why I'm trying to say this. That's why I'm breaking this down this way because it's not just about the men. Men are doing, when a man is in a, a predator state, when he's in a hustler state, and he knows that his, his agenda to get some pussy, he is going to go for the prey that is easiest for him to subdue. So we need to be aware of that. You can't get mad at him for doing his thing because that's the way he survives. But if you want to avoid him and you don't want to be caught up in that, you must see where this is, where the source came from, where you don't like yourself and you don't respect yourself and you consider safe with money and love. You you connect that, well, this man loved me. That's why he met me because I'm this and that, and he told me he liked me. That's why he came right off the bat taking me shopping. No, baby, men don't give you money and take you shopping because they like you. Men know that it is their idea and it is their agenda to get some pussy and to get dick in your mouth. They have to make you perceive in your own mind that he likes you, so you can convince yourself to drop your draws. There's always an agenda, and even if the agenda is not negative, if a man just likes you, he want to be your husband and he want to be committed, that's not a bad thing, but it's still an agenda. Men don't focus without an agenda. Men are like businessmen, even when it comes to pussy and dick. 
types of relationships. And that's what women are not taught. Men sit back and they study women, and they know who's prey, and they know who's not. So when a woman's in a prey state, when she's weak and she's naive and she don't like herself, she don't know this stuff that I'm saying because she has not been taught to study herself. So when we study ourselves and we understand both sides, well, she might have some friends that come in her life because there's a lot of women that really don't know this shit. It seems like it's common sense to you, and you might think she's stupid, but a lot of women just really don't know because that's not the program that has been running. That's not the script in her head. So when she sees that and she can make that connection, then when you know you don't take shit, I don't care if you hungry as hell. It's just sometimes you have to decide how are you going to spend for yourself? How are you going to get some financial aid? How are you going to even get some food stamps or some welfare or subsidized housing if you have to as opposed to going out here because men offer you money, offer you clothes, offer you jobs, and you end up getting caught up because it's always some type of benefit. It's more of a benefit to the man when he's doing these things for you than it is for you. You're going to be a slave. Mm. So you have to watch out for that stuff. Guys, do y'all have anything to ask or anything? Deshaun, anyone? Well, um, my question for you, Alexis, um, <clears throat> now what, what is your advice for uh, females that – either are trying to or have aspirations to save themselves for a marriage? Should they be well, what, disappointed? Should they, should they be disappointed? Should they just give in because it's not all it's cracked up to be? Or what? Because I know I have young ladies ask me questions like that all the time. I say, well, you know, I don't think I can do it. Women, you, you said what advice do I have for women that want to get married or saving themselves for marriage? save their sex for marriage. I, I think that they should. If if that's what she wants to do and she feels that that's the best thing for her, I still think it's important to learn as much as she can about her body, about men's body, spirituality, sexuality, become totally well-rounded and really study our men as well as study ourselves. Know what you want, how you want it, because, see, that's what women don't, a lot of us don't realize. We create men. Men do not create us. And a lot of women say, oh, I'm celibate because it ain't no good men out here. All the good men, black men, are in jail or dead or they're gay or they drug addicts or they buy. They're on the down low. And I'm saying that that is not true. There are a lot of good black men out here, and a lot of good black women have them. There are a lot of no good black women that have um, black men. There are a lot of white women that's got good black men. But what I'm saying is, Women, especially black women, do not really have to worry about there being a lack of man or you setting yourself a marriage and is the right one going to come because the woman's womb is the creation for everything in our experience and in the collective consciousness in society that we see. We're just not taught that. We're taught, well, okay, since this is a condition, we have to conform to the condition. I'm saying, no, you don't. Because the woman has the power just like a boy is grown in your womb. He's developing your womb to come out of you to be a man. We also have on a spiritual level, on a mental level, on a psychological level, because the imagination of God exists in the womb of a woman, the imagination matrix. And it's connected with your vagina and your, your vagina mind and the mind between your ears that runs that's connected to your spinal column. So we have an image in our mind. We have a thought in our mind, and we speak words, 
And those words have power based on the image that we project between our eyes. So if we want to get something different and we want to manifest something different, then we have to realize that we are the source for all creation and we give birth to lies, we give birth to hate, we give birth to dysfunctional relationships, we give birth to dysfunctional men, and we give birth to dysfunctional women because we bask in whatever we tell ourselves. So it's important for those that don't that want to wait for marriage, it's fine. It's like initially the question the answer is, yes, but continue to educate yourself and become aware of who you are. Mm, yeah, that's, that's it right there. Yeah, that is the truth. You do need to know yourself because no one else is going to know except you. No. Little um, well, Mama 55 asks, should I go to a place if a guy is paying for it or is there a catch? Uh, what does she mean? Like, should she go off or go out to eat? Um, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. She was specific, like going to spend a night or going to his house. I really, you know, this is basically what I do, especially when I, I meet someone now and, and I have to be really clear about what my agenda is and what I want and what I don't want, especially since I know I'm already in a relationship because a lot of times when people will say, well, let me take you to lunch, and I just want to take you to lunch. I just want to be your friend. You have to really know the intentions of the person. Where do they want to go? Have she had sex with him already or does he want sex? And women say they don't know, but we really do know. We want, we know when somebody wants to screw us. We, we know when somebody is pretending to be our friend. And I'm so tired of that friend shit. You know, when men will say, well, I know you got somebody. But I just want to be your friend. I, I hear that one all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. I ain't trying to come in between you and your man. I just want to get to know you. You don't really want to get to know me. You want to get to fuck me. So if mm-hmm. she knows that he's pursuing a sexual relationship and she's down with the sexual relationship, then, yeah, she, should let, she shouldn't mind if he pays and offers, you know, to buy her things or to take her places and pay for the food and whatever they're going to be doing. But if she knows that she's not sure, about pursuing a sexual relationship, and she really doesn't want to get committed, whether it's committed sexually or committed into something deeper, then she should, if she's going to go somewhere, she should pay for her own stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's some good stuff right there, mm-hmm. for real. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because I know everyone's like, oh, this is so good. I want everyone to soak this in, play it, call 911, tell them to play it. <laughs> I've got one question if you don't mind. Huh? I've got one question if you don't mind. It's just going to be a short one. Go ahead and get your question. Alex, we respect women back in our Eastern culture, you see. But why do you think rappers sell more records cutting at women, calling them hoes, bitches, and all of that, you know? Back in the East, they get public beating, if they call that, in the records. But here, it is a little different. Is it just a culture or something different? What do you say you know, about You know, I agree with you, I think. But, I mean, I also know back in the culture, I think it goes both ways because the women also get abused and castrated in a lot of those cultures that are outside of the United States as well, African women right. and women of other cultures. I mean, they get their ass towed up if they say the wrong shit. I don't think right. they can even they have a show. They, they can't show nothing but their eyes in some place. You know, they better not They better not say the wrong thing either. So, um, right. 
I'm glad I'm talking to you over him because I can say what I want to say on the radio because you'd be done beat my ass if we said this outside the country. I don't know. <laughs> so I better be nice to him. Don't, Luke, don't look. Hey, if he want to ask me a question, don't. he ain't got to ask you. He can ask whatever he wants to whenever he want to ask me. But I agree with you. It's like it's not about us. See, that's what black people still don't seem to realize or a lot of black people don't seem to realize. We ain't free up in this bitch. We up in the matrix, and we don't control nothing. Just like all these black people are saying, yeah, we showed Don Imus, and we taught him a lesson. He can't call our black women no nappy head hoes, and we got rid of him. Don Imus, it, first of all, got a settlement of how many, 20 million, how many dollars, how many millions of dollars he got settlement, and he getting ready to get another show. We don't run shit up over here. Sony, all these major companies are run by white folks or white Jews, they basically tell these black boys, look, you can call. Now, you better not say that shit about us. You better not say that about no white woman. You definitely better not say about no Jews. You better not say nothing about we blood suckers or none of that. Because you see what they did to Farrakhan and um, Dr. Khalil. So you know that basically you're going to get glorified. You can get, we will make you a star if you say your woman ain't nothing but a dumb, nappy head, nigga bitch in a hole, and all she good for us to suck my dick. Now, when you're in a society that will pay you millions and make you like a god, then you're going to do that because you want to eat if you don't have no integrity about who you are and your woman. If you don't respect her and you don't respect yourself, you're going to do that. However, the flip side, you got people that are very brilliant in the black community and want to put out rap like Nas and like so many other young black boys that want to make it so bad that will give you metaphysics, that will give you history they shit ain't going on the radio. Preach. That's true. That's true. Because we don't run nothing. But then we are we, we have a slave nigga mentality. We are we still in slavery and we don't wanna know that shit. What we do we take all the money we got. It's like the black community is poor, but the black community is rich at the same time. Because all them nickels and them dollars and them pennies, we go up to damn Mr. Chang and Su Chi and stole to, to buy some uh, weed, you know, well, to, to buy our beauty supply stuff, to buy, buy the new little Chinese house shoes they got that wear your damn heel out and break your arch off. You know, we go eat at the Chinese store. You know, we go to the mall and buy three and $400 jeans. Two or three hundred dollar tennis shoes. We want to see what Fifty Cent doing. You know, we we want to see what be a Beyonce wear. We want to shake our ass like her. We want our weed just like her, and we want to try to wear the dress she got on. So we'll take our last check. A lot of women can barely pay their rent because they want to take their money to be able to wear a certain pocketbook with a certain name on it. You know, or, or have a certain hairdo. It's like we are the biggest consumers in the world, and as long as you consume and you never produce, then you will always be a hoe. You will always be a slave, and you will never be able to control anything or say, look, y'all can't call us niggas. You can't call black women nappy-headed bitches because we're going to shut the factory down. You don't own the factory. You're a consumer. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, now we're going to go ahead and finally wrap it up because I want, I want to get everyone Get this message right here. I want everyone to tell everyone, like I was telling y'all earlier, call 911, call everyone. Just let them know, look, Lexus Tyler came in here and she laid it down. I mean, she laid it down. I mean, if you didn't get that, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> because that's that's the truth right there. I told you she was going to bring the truth. But I'm going to go out 
And I want Alexis again give out your information one more time for us so everyone can make sure they get it because I think a few more people just picked up and start listening. <laughs> my online store, we can get my DVDs. All the clips from YouTube are a part of a, a one-hour DVD. So those are actual shows, all the clips I put out on YouTube. You can purchase in my online store, AlexisKTylerVaginaPower.com. I have the book out, Volume 1, Vagina Power, Spiritual Sexuality on CD. And uh, you can get that in my online store as well. Dealing, I also have DVDs out on uh, Warning to the Black Woman, Black Pussy, The History and the Power of Black Pussy, The Spiritual Significance of Black Pussy, Black Dick, and Melanin. I have a, a live Internet show that also has the DVDs available for that where I'm talking about the power of melanin and the power of sperm, self-respect, self-esteem, and what spiritual sexuality is. I have my sacredsex.me.com site where you can learn about tantric sex, sex education. You can see videos on sex and women's G-spots and um, men's uh, G-spots and actually how to perform the right types of massages on the man's penis, oral sex. I mean, just wonderful things, a lot of educational things on that site, as well as you can go in there and meet new friends on that site. And I have a MySpace page, which is MySpace forward slash Alexis K. Tyler Vagina Power. Okay, okay. That's, that's what's up right there. Now, for our show right here, you can catch this right back on here on Nothing But The Truth. You can listen to all the shows and the past before as well, too. I'm going to set up a system where you have the titles for all of them. The only thing you have to do is type them in, and it will load up. But the MySpace page for Nothing But The Truth is www.myspace.com forward slash nb underscore truth. Yahoo email is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. The home site is http colon forward slash forward slash home dot earthlink dot net forward slash squiggle loop 1302. And we have a voicemail system. If you want to leave comments for this show or any show and tell us how we feel, we'll play it on next week's show. So don't think that because you didn't get your questions answered in time or whatnot, that you can't do it now. You can still leave a voicemail at 641-715-3900, extension 33271-POUND. 641-715-3900, extension 33271-POUND. And, again, I'd like to thank you, Alexis, for coming out on the show and laying the truth down. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate y'all. Yes. And, Lisa, tell us what next week's show is going to be about. <laughs> well, like I said before, um, Alexis K. Tyler, author of Vagina Power, and Glenn Johnson, also known as Chi-Town Flawless, of the Stop Simping Movement, are coming to the show next week to discuss and debate on penis or vagina, which one has the strongest power over people and which one has more value. And we'll also talk about courtship. Okay, folks, I hope to see y'all next week. Also, check out Fallen Men. I'll talk to guys about the real, raw deal to have value to yourself and don't be coming out to be like what the media wants you to portray yourself as. And that is at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fallen Men. Check that out on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12 o'clock p.m. on the dime. Don't be late. I'm going to get your ass. <laughs> so anyway, I hope y'all enjoy the show. And, again, tell everyone, I'm telling you, I want this to be buzzing around in the city of Greensboro. 
Atlanta, up in Indiana in the country, you know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> so I want everyone to talk about it. Hell, I want y'all to enjoy yourselves this uh, this Sunday and have a good week. Talk to y'all later. Thank you. Later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello?